0: Okay, now for our first message, it'll be brought to us by Mr. David Hope, and the title is Creation Week Versus Science. Good afternoon, everyone, on this beautiful, wonderful January winter day. Are we ready for spring yet? This glaring in anybody's eye, I can do without it glare in your eye well, no I need it do you ever have anyone to make a comment to you and kind of question the Bible compared to what science says you know science says the earth has been around millions of years maybe more, but, you know, the Bible records approximately 6,000 years, you know, for man's up to this point, of course, 4,000 years before Christ, or about Christ's time. Is it possible that you can believe the Bible and believe science also? Some people have a problem with that. A lot of people just take things on faith, but there are ways that we can find out and do do a lot better. Have you ever heard of the word repurposing? It's been around for a while, but it seems like it's getting more popular now. It's, you know, taking something that you used to use for something, and you don't use it for that anymore, but rather than throw it away or discard it, you just, you repurpose it. You do something else with it. I've been doing that for years and didn't really know, didn't necessarily have a word for it rather than hoarding, but... um, a lot, a lot of people do repurpose things. My dad, just a little simple thing. My dad used to save plastic milk cartons, you know, through the summertime and fall and all that. And you think, well, why does he have all these plastic milk cartons? Well, he would cut the top out of it and put it over his tomato plants, you know, if they were threatening to have a frost or something. So he repurposed that and used it for another purpose. And some people will use a plastic milk jug, you know. My wife does sometimes the water the inside plants, you know, inside the house, carry it around. Uh, she got tired of, or I got tired of her taking a garden hose around, you know, inside the house, and then she started using milk cartons for it. Repurposing. I like to repurpose, also. Uh, most of you have seen uh, and, and even have the uh, metal bed frames, you know, the angle iron. Did you ever go to the Lowe's or Home Depot or somewhere or Sutherland and, and buy a strip of angle iron? You know, it's ungodly how much that stuff costs. Well, over the years, people have been throwing them away, and, and uh, sometimes I'd even on some of my job, people would be moving out, and they'd leave stuff out on the street, and I'd, I'd run off with the bed frames. I don't do it anymore because I don't have room for it. But I like to repurpose them for different things. Uh, years ago, I made shelves inside of my old van, you know, to haul my cleaning supplies and chemicals and things of that nature, and repurposed it. Um, I even had a sewing machine motor that, or a sewing machine got broken, and, and I like to strip things down and and uh, use it for something. I don't know what. maybe another sewing machine that has a motor that doesn't fit. <laughs> But anyway, uh, when the end of summer, almost summer was over, and, and my weed eater quit working. So I looked through the old junk box out there, and I come across this sewing machine motor. I clamped the thing onto that and tied the weed eater string onto it, and I'll tell you what, you know, it got me through the summer. Had a real high-pitched sound, but more, you it know, sounded like a bumblebee, but, you know, I repurposed that 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 sewing machine motor, and it worked great. There are other things, but I don't want to take time to get into a lot of it. I know you guys have had things, and we hear all kinds of stories about repurposing things. The Bible shows that God has repurposed, and listen to this, I hope this not coming under one of the categories that uh, Curtis was talking about, the uh, tabloid religion. But anyway, the Bible shows that God has repurposed the earth and our part of the universe Bear with me a little bit before you think I'm doing heresy God has repurposed the earth For many, many years, the earth had a prior purpose For one thing, you you can think of a lot of things But uh, what about dinosaurs, these big, huge animals and creatures and dinosaurs and all that small creatures too and you know for one thing uh, we we get a lot of our natural resources from that now you know oil and gas and natural gas and and a lot of plant life was decayed and uh, we get a lot of coal from stuff like that so you know this stuff has been repurposed it was living organisms and and, uh, now it's doing a good for something else then after many years of that, you know, they and I don't know, scientists will disagree or agree on different years, thousands millions of years, and sudden destruction. You know, science shows that at one time there was sudden destruction. Some cases there was quick freezing or, or flash freezing. Huge animals were, were found even with green vegetation still in their mouth. Sometimes even with uh, the food undigested in their stomach, animals were buried alive, plant life was buried alive. So we know from science and from history, archaeology, that there's more to what we have on this earth than just the 6,000 years you know, up until this particular point. and even ice ages, you know, and I guess even some of our glaciers, I guess, is a leftover from the glacier age, the ice age, one of the ice ages. Uh, Some scientists speculate that great meteors, or a great meteor, knocked the earth off of its course, you know, back when the old dinosaurs and prehistoric animals were here and knock the earth off of its axes and cause sudden destruction I'm not going to go into all of the ins and outs on that just rather than just being an overview and but we know certain things have happened and uh, I should have done a little r- more research but uh, I think my wife was telling me down in Mexico or somewhere where they had a huge uh, qu- crater I mean uh, uh, meteorite that hit down there uh, we saw one in Arizona uh, if you're going to California from here and you go I Interstate 40 out in Arizona, you, there's a huge crater hole out there I don't know what damage that did, but uh, we went to it here with our daughter and son-in-law uh, about a year and a half ago but anyway, but critical things have happened in the past of this particular earth that we live on We know that the original earth was backed up by science. I mean, you know, we could prove this by science, archaeology, and biology. Now, for the Bible's version, or what I call re- repurposing of our universe, our part of the universe, not the entire universe, but what I figure. Now, this, some of this may be just David Hope speculation, but a lot of it you can look into, and, and, and some of it you can see is absolutely Right. One thing we need to realize, and I mentioned this in a message some time back, need to realize that God gives us only what we need at this time, you know. Well, this book, you know, covers uh, from creation, you know, the six-day creation until even to the future, you know, and, and the millennium. So a lot of information that is left out of this. God gives us what we need to know, when we need to know it. And he lets us realize that there was something here that he didn't figure it was important for us to know why. We'll find out someday. But if you go with me now to Genesis 1, and I had intentions when I began to work on this, you know, to cover pretty well Genesis 1 and 2. Longer I was working on this, and, and I realized I started cutting back and cutting back and cutting back on scriptures. So if I make it to 16 or 17 or so, we're doing pretty good, and I may have to break it up. And if if there's any interest in, or if I feel like it later on to go ahead and continue it, I realize that I mean I see that Matthew's got a part what six or seven on your message today, so it's not unethical to you know carry one out. Curtis has done that a lot. And uh, so I may, may have to cut off and do that. But if you look in Genesis 1, verse 1, and this is where a lot of people have a problem with the Bible, especially skeptics. Usually, church people, they take a lot of stuff on faith. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And... And we can take almost every word and every verse, and and if we want to take the time. And I'm not going to, but uh, and talk about. But in the beginning, God created heaven and earth, and and uh, some used to teach the word instead of uh, in the beginning, they would use the word a beginning. You know, so we could cover the the prehistoric time and then the regenerated time. A beginning. Uh, God recreated the earth, and i for a while I even thought that, but uh, that 's really hard to put into there i mean it, yeah it's true, but it 's really hard to to use these words you know, and be honest with the Hebrew and all of that so i don't i don 't even stick with that anymore and uh, verse two and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters okay the emphasis really should be and, and you're talking to someone that has a problem with that the emphasis on the word was when it says and the wor- the earth was uh, without form and void it co- should be more correctly uh, pronounced as became and the word in Hebrew is uh, if you're familiar, some of you may not be familiar with the Strong Concordance and they have their words, any word in the Bible and they have them numbered and in the Old Testament, this is 1961 which is a good year, that's the year my wife and I got married uh, the word in Hebrew and, and some people and I don't do Hebrew very well, but ha y'all or hey you hey, and it's compared to nineteen thirty three to exist be or become come to pass. So you you could actually correctly say, uh, that the earth became void and without form. It became and and you don't have any problem at all in the Hebrew language coming up with that. And I know some of the people out here are at times carry their tablets, they've got their Bible program and I've even had people after a message say, "Yeah, hey, I checked up on you on, on that stuff." So, uh, I'm hopefully nobody raises their hand says, so I dispute what you're saying. But if you do, you can uh, tell me later, or if I'm really off, I'll admit it. But uh, anyway, the word should be that the, that the earth became. Let me read it out here. And the earth was. It says was, but the word not was, but it became void, and without form. The next emphasis in this verse should be on the word without form. Okay, and and that is uh, number 8414 is tohu, and the other word vain is bohu, and some of you probably have heard this a lot over the years, but it became without form and void, and the word without form, like I said, is from an unused word meaning to lie waste, desolation of the surface, desert figuratively a worthless thing, adverbably in vain and it can be confusion, empty without form, nothing, not, vain vanity, waste, and wilderness so God, to read it like it says here You'd look at it and, and and God made it that way. It was just, just made it void and without form. But to understand it correctly, the old world, the prehistoric world, was dormant for a long time and, and it became uh, void and without form. And here's a common verse that a lot of people in the churches will read to kind of verify part of that. Isaiah 45 verse 18. Isaiah 45 and verse 18. i got a marker here because I'm going to go not too far from that. For thus saith the Lord that created the heavens, talking about, you know, in the first chapter, heavens, God himself that formed the earth and made it he has established it talking no doubt God's winner did it he created it not in vain he didn't make it in confusion and void and all of that for he formed it to be inhabited and that's what he did after you know when and I'm not going to go into all of the words there for I am the Lord and there is none else and we could spend a little time, but that's not the purpose of it, to go into the word God and Elohim and a plural. No, 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 we're not going to go into that today. But, uh, but there's possibly millions of years took place between verse 1 and verse 2. If you look at it in those two verses, it's, it's possible that millions of years could have taken place between those two verses. while we're there in uh, Isaiah let's just back up a few pages and go to Isaiah 40 and I'm going to skip around a little bit rather than read the whole thing just basically because of time Isaiah 40 and I'm going to go in verse 12 through 18 first of all who 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 has measured the waters in the hollow of his hand and meted, meted out the heaven with the span and comprehended the dust of the earth in a measure and weighed the mountains and scales and the hills in a balance. So, you know, God did all of this stuff at one particular time. Who has directed the spirit of the Lord or being his counselor has taught him with whom took he counsel and... And who instructed him and taught him in the path of knowledge or path of judgment and taught him knowledge and showed to him the way of understanding. So God is a powerful, tremendous individual. Verse 15. Behold, the nations are as a drop in a bucket and are counted as dust, the small dust of the balance. So if you take a big commercial scale as a lot of us have gone to some of these old feed stores, you know, and you have a big scales here and and uh, you have different little counterweights that you put on. Something may not be any bigger than this. And you put on here and it may adjust the weight, you know, 100 pounds or so or 1,000 pounds. Well, God is, you know, all the earth and everything is not even as the dust on that thing that weighs that. So the, the earth is, and all of its inhabitants are nothing compared to God. Behold, the, okay, uh, fifteen, and are counted as small dust on the balance. Behold, he takes up the isles as a very little thing, and Lebanon. Uh, let me see. I'm going to skip a few verses. Just get, uh, uh, yeah, we'll head on. No, and Lebanon is not sufficient to burn, nor the beast thereof sufficient to burn as an offering all nations before him are as nothing and are and they are counted to him less than nothing and vanity to whom then will you liken God or what likeness will you compare to him skip over to verse 21 have you not known have you not heard Has it not been told you from the beginning, from the very beginning of the time? Have you not understood from the foundations of the earth? It is he, and I like this one. For some reason I love listen to this. It is he that sits upon the circle of the earth, and the inhabitants thereof are as grasshoppers that stretch out the heavens as a curtain. You know, the whole heavens is like a curtain, a tent and spreads them out as a tent to dwell in. Can you imagine God, maybe going out with God, out into a, maybe a warehouse or something, you know, and it's dark, a big, huge warehouse. You walk out in there with God, and uh, I'm, I may be getting ahead of myself, and they have to juggle things around a little bit, but, uh, you know, you walk out in there, and here's all this stuff, you know, kind of like a big tent or something in here, all these stars and these planets and the milky way and 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 all, and all these bright things out here you know other than that it's dark but you know walk out in there to see that with god you know and 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 said that he sits upon the circle of the earth and i thought years ago i think even uh probably i didn't read the bible much before i came into church but uh in the early days i thought you know columbus a lot of the explorers years ago uh, if they had read this, they probably realized, you know, you don't go out the end of the earth and fall off, you know, because it's a circle, the earth, you know. So some people really believe that, I think. Anyway, but, uh, and he spreads them out as a tent to dwell in. Drop down to verse 25, 26. To whom will you liken me, or shall I be equal? Saith the Holy One, Lift up your eyes on high and behold who has created these things, that brings out their host by numbers, you know, out in this big area, brings out their host by numbers. He calls them by names, and there are other scriptures that show how wise God is, a smart God is, that He knows them all, has named name for all of them by the greatness of His might, for He is strong in power and faints not. So, I'd, I'd I'd like to get carried away sometimes when when I think about that. Um, now we will go back to uh, go back to uh, Genesis one, go back to the beginning again. And like I said, there's so much in here, and uh, I'll be quitting probably in the middle of a of, of, of a particular place I wanted to go. But that's okay; we can pick it up later and. We'll just paraphrase where we left off, and I'm going to go back and read Genesis uh, chapter one, one through five, and and uh, see what that. Done. In the beginning, God created and uh, the heavens and the earth, and the earth became. I'm going to read it like that. It became without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, or let me see these glasses. And the face of the deep, and spirit moved, and the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, "Let there be light." And I've had people ask, you know, why did God, you know, if the Bible was accurate, why did the God make light on two different days? You know, this is the, you know, the the first day, and and why, why did God do that and do it later? And... In fact, I was asked that question before I ever started the church 50-some years ago, by a neighbor that knew that I was getting interested in that. And I don't know whether he was trying to destroy my faith or what, but I, I couldn't answer him. But uh, anyway, I can now, and I said, "Let there be light." Well, okay, you 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 and God, or you and your partner, or somebody, you know, we're out here in this big warehouse, and and uh, it's dark, and and you say, oh, "Let there be light." Well, I don't mean. You know, give me this light, but give me illumination. That word in, in the Hebrew, see if I've got it on this particular page, is uh, uh, number 216, which is OR, O-W-R. It's lumination. Let there be lumination. Okay, we're here, so walk out of there and so says, let there be light. You know, give me a light. You know, it didn't mean hand me a flashlight, but give me illumination. Now we have illumination. This is a luminary this is a illumination luminary body it gives illumination um, they were and ever since uh, I thought my writing was bad, but the computer's printing is worse than me but anyway it's a it 's a luminary or illumination uh in every way, sense, including lightning. It could even be lightning or happiness. Bright, clear, day, let there, let there be day, let there be light, morning, sun. So, while well, in this, uh, okay, uh, let me read a little more. set said, let there be light. And God saw the light, that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness. This is when, in my opinion, you know, you have your own, but my opinion is that, uh, uh, well, let me read a little bit more. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night, in verse 5, and the evening and the morning were the first day. So at that particular time, when we're out here in this big place where we've got all the planetary objects out here, I think God probably put the thing back on its axes. This this is the tabloid stuff that Kurz was talking about. God God put this back on its axes, and he had it spinning. And when this thing spins, just say this is round, this thing spins. It's dark over here. Now it's light. Dark over here is light. Anyway, you get that. That's very elementary. But so God adjusted and put it back on uh, course and I guess it had the same speed that it has now, you know, the, the day is what, 23 hours and so many minutes and seconds and all that. And uh, but anyway, but uh, God said it was good and I'm going to just skip around a little bit um, Anyway, uh, and, and I'm, I'm thinking that he also at that time repositioned the sun and moon. Uh, of course, back over here in uh, verse 14 or so, it we'll talks more about that. But the uh, uh, lights were, okay. Uh, okay, uh, let's read from s- verse 6 through 19 now. We'll cover up. Uh, cuz I'm going to be running out of time here in a little bit. And God verse 6. And God said, "Let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters." And God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament, and it was so. And God called the firmament heaven, you know. And I I, I regret in a sense that I can't take the time to get way into the deep part of the firmament. I may do that some other time. But I'm gonna just kind of skip over some of this right now because there's a lot, lot of interest in here. And God said, "Let the waters under the heaven be gathered together into one place." And remember, Isaiah was talking about it. You know, you take the water in the palm of your hand, and you know, and weigh the scales, the mountains, and all that. Let the dry land appear, and it was so. And God called the dry land earth, and the gathering of the together of the waters called He seas. And God saw that it was good, and God said, let the earth bring forth the grass and the herb yielding seed and the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth, and so it was so. And the earth brought forth grass, and like I said, I'm not going to spend a little time on that, the last couple of verses I read quit here in just a minute and the earth brought forth grass and the herb yielding seed after his kind and the tree yielding fruit whose seed was in itself after his kind and God saw that it was good and the evening and the morning were the third day and here we come another questionable part and verse 14 of Genesis 1 see where I'm going to go and God said, Let there be light in the firmament of heaven to divide the day from the night, and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years. And let them be for lights in the firmament of heaven to give light upon the earth and give, you know, this is give illumination on the earth. And it was so. And God made and you could say in a sense and I don't have time really to go into all the words on this and God made, you can't say he altered he, you know, he changed things around, he repurposed and God made two great lights and these word lights as different than the word um, that we used while ago in give me illumination, you know, number what, two 216 and uh, this word is from the a strong concordance Old Testament uh, number 3974 as uh, morrow it's, it's kind of like the other word but it's uh, morrow um, properly a luminous body you know these lights that he made on, the, on this day were a luminous body or luminary this is a luminous body given lumination now it's not still a luminous body but it's not illuminating yet <laughs> Let there be light. There'd be illumination. As a light, as an element. Okay. Like I said, I'm going to wind this down. Uh, I hope this is not too confusing to you. I didn't, I'm not taking a lot of time, but there, there is uh, proof in uh, the Bible that we can take time to study, research the words, and, and some things you can put your own conjecture, but Uh, uh, the Bible does not contradict science in conclusion we have we can have confidence in the Bible and realize that the earth had a former purpose and that God has refitted this is my word refitted the earth for mankind in this present age and we can count on the accuracy of creation uh, the creation week. So the the creation week is accurate. And I uh, gave a message several years ago, 15, 20 years ago, and uh, uh, someone had confronted me and said, well, you know, that six-day, seven-day week was 6,000, 7,000 years. And he tried to tell me why. Well, that is so easy to refute. I mean, so easy to refute. I'm not even going to go there today, but uh, uh, it's impossible for that to have happened. Anyway, if you if you find that interesting, want to know more, we'll give you some information later on. So anyway, so part one and a half today.